Now that we understand well the two definition of the two, so here we go about osek be mitzvah patur mina mitzvah. One who is engaged, busy doing mitzvah aleph, we say he is patur, he is exempt of doing mitzvah bet. How to understand and how to define this ptur? Two ways to understand it. Is it like the ptur of anus or is it like the ptur of onen? First way to understand it is Torah says, well, since you are busy doing a mitzvah, so during that time, your patur of doing another one, meaning that you're anus. You, you're not able to. <laughs> you're not able to do the second mitzvah. So at the end of the day, there's not going to be any consequences. I understand you, the Torah won't come with tainus. But it's not that the Torah removed from the individual, the requirement of mitzvah bet. But, second definition says, it's much more than that. It's similar to the onen. The ptur is that the Torah removes from the individual who is osek be mitzvah completely the obligation of doing any other mitzvah of the Torah. So as a result of these two understanding, we're going to have several ramifications. And what we're going to do is, I'm going to present the case to you. And I'm going to ask you to try to respond to it, to try to resolve it, to try to tell me what do you think based on the two definitions of the exemption of the two of a Osek be mitzvah. Okay? The first nafkamina, the first ramification, is with regards to the argument of the Tosfot and the Ran. Does this ptul of Osek be mitzvah, exempting you from another mitzvah, apply in any situation? whether you can perform the two mitzvot at the same time or whether you can't. It's irrelevant whether you can't or whether you cannot. Simply, when you are engaged in doing mitzvah one, you are exempt of doing mitzvah two. Even if you can do mitzvah two at the same time. Or, no. The two only applies if you cannot do both at the same time. Then Torah says, look, since you're doing mitzvah aleph, you're a patur of mitzvah bet. But if you can do both, of course you should do both. What do you think? So, here's the thing. If the ptur of Osek be mitzvah 
is based on the idea that you are anus, that you are not able to. That's what Torah understands you. But Torah never removed from you the obligation. Then obviously, the two only applies if you're not able to do the second one, because that's the basis for the exemption. However, if we are going to define Osek B'mitzvah differently, that, similar to the Onen, that Torah says when you are engaged in doing a mitzvah, since you're doing the will of God during that time, you're exempt, meaning we removed from you the obligation of doing any mitzvah, then it doesn't matter if you're able or not able. It's not dependent on that. It's not because you're not able, that's what we remove to you. No, it's because there is a special chidush that when you are engaged doing a mitzvah, you're exempt. Well, I am engaged doing a mitzvah. If I am engaged, then I am, I am exempt. The onen, yeah? He's exempt of doing all the mitzvot. Even if he's able to. We didn't say, ah, only if he's on the phone, this, that, but if he's uh, sitting and he's able to, he has the time, he should do the mitzvot. doesn't say that. The onen is completely exempt. Whether he can, whether he cannot. It's irrelevant. It's simply a chidush. The Torah says that a person who is in that status doesn't have the mitzvah. So to hear the Yosek mitzvah, you're under that status, you're engaged doing a mitzvah. It's irrelevant whether you're able to do the second one, you're not able to do the second one, because that's not the basis for the, for the exemption. That's not even the definition of the exemption. But according to the other way, since the Osek mitzvah Ptur is, now that we removed from you the requirement of the second mitzvah, you're still obligated to do the second mitzvah. How come you're a pato? <laughs> because you can't. Because you're anus. Meaning, you're busy doing a mitzvah, so <laughs> what should I tell you? You can't do the second one, so you're fine. I won't, uh, I won't uh, come with tightness. If that's the case, well, obviously, the whole pato is only when you cannot do the, uh, the both mitzvot at the same time. That, that's the whole exemption. That's the whole basis and definition of the exemption. But if you are able to do both of them, why should you be exempt? Why should you be exempt? I only exempt you because you were not able during the performance of one, doing the second one. But if you are able to do both, go ahead. Of course, you should do both. Right? So that's the first ramification that evolved from the two understanding, two definitions of Osek B'mitzvah, Patur Mina Mitzvah. Second ramification. What if, while being Patur, you're engaged of doing Mitzvah 1, and really, you are exempt of doing Mitzvah 2. You went ahead and you perform mitzvah too, nonetheless. Does that mitzvah count? Is that considered a mitzvah performance? And therefore you did it? Or you say that's not a mitzvah? 
And even if you did it, you did not fulfill the mitzvah. And later on, once you completed doing your mitzvah one, you can't say, oh, I did mitzvah two. No, now you have to redo mitzvah two again. Let me give you an example. The guy is busy doing Pidyon Shvuim. So Mitzvah 1. During that time, it's Sukkot. During that time, we said, he's exempt of eating in a Sukkah. Which is Mitzvah 2. But this guy went ahead for some reason. And he went to eat in the Sukkah nonetheless. Now. An hour later. He finished, he completed the mitzvah of Pidyon Shvuim, mitzvah one, uh, redeeming the, the, the prisoner, he, 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 he finished that mitzvah. So now he's back, it's still the day of Sukkot, and he's back to being required doing the mitzvah. Do you say, well, with regards to the mitzvah of Sukkah, he doesn't have to do that mitzvah because he did it already while he, he performed it, Earlier, while he was busy doing Pidyan Shuim, remember, for some reason, this guy went into Sukkah and ate in the Sukkah, so he performed it. So, that's it, he performed today the Mitzvah of Sukkah. Or do you say, no, he, he, he didn't really perform the Mitzvah of Sukkah because, because during that time he was exempt. And therefore, now that he's back to being required of doing the Mitzvah, he has to go back again in a Sukkah, and eat again to perform the mitzvah of sukkah because his first eating wasn't considered a mitzvah performance. So this too depends on the two understanding of the ptu. If we say that the osek the mitzvah, patur mina mitzvah, the ptu, the exemption, is not fully exempt. It's only like the anus, since you can't because you're busy doing one mitzvah, so Torah says, fine, I'm not going to complain, I'm not going to give you any punishment, no consequences. Then that means that even while you're doing mitzvah one, you are still required, you're still under the status of requirement of doing mitzvah two. And if for some reason you went ahead and did mitzvah two, then that's called mitzvah performance. That's a mitzvah performance. Then you fulfilled your mitzvah. So the guy who was busy doing pidyon shvuim went ahead while doing pidyon shvuim and he ate in a sukkah. And then three hours later, he finished his mitzvah one, he finished Pidyon Shvuim. Do you say the guy performed sukkah? The answer is yes. He doesn't have to go back to another sukkah. Why? Because he already performed his mitzvah of sukkah. However, if you say the ptu, the exemption of the Osegve mitzvah is that he's fully exempt, like the shoteh, like the katan, like the onen, meaning that Torah removed from him all obligation of the mitzvot in the first place, then anything that he will do during that time doesn't have the status of a mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah performance. And therefore, he cannot fulfill any mitzvot with that performance. So later on, the guy ate in a sukkah during Pidyon Shvuim. Five hours later, he finished Pidyon Shvuim. It's still sukkah. He has to go back in a sukkah because the eating that he made in a sukkah before is not valid for him. It's not a mitzvah for him and therefore he has to do it again. Okay? This is second ramification. Let's now move to a third and final ramification 
which is the case of the tefillah, the tashlumin, the argument between the drisha and the taz that we spoke about earlier. We asked, and this was the argument, the guy was in the morning, shacharit, morning prayer, busy doing pidyon shvuim. Pidyon shvuim is mitzvah aleph. So, he doesn't have to pray. Patur of shacharit. What happened then when comes Mincha? Obviously, he davens Mincha. And by the way, by the time he comes to Mincha, he finished Pidyon Shvuim, of course. So now he davens Mincha. Well, what about Tashlumin? Should he now also do the second filah to make up for Shachari? Well, it depends on the definition of the Ptul, of the exemption of Osek Mitzvah. If Osek Mitzvah, the Ptu, is not that Torah removed from him the obligation, but simply that Torah is understanding. That the Torah says, fine, you're not able to do Mitzvah bed during that time, so it's okay for you. We won't come with tainas. Then it means, like the Ones, that he was still required of Shachari during that time. But he can't because he was doing Mitzvah. So it means he missed something. Therefore, when it comes Mincha, you will have to do Tashlumin, of course, just like the Ones. And that's why the Taz compared the two. Because he understood the two of Osek ben Mitzvah to be just like the Ones. However, if the Ptu, the exemption of Osek ben Mitzvah, is that the Torah removed completely the obligation from this guy, from the Osek ben Mitzvah, well, why? It's a special chidush. And when you're doing the will of God, mitzvah one, Torah says, no, no other mitzvah, no requirement for you. Then, during shacharit, it's not like he missed shacharit. He doesn't have shacharit requirement in the first place. Comes mincha, you say, why should he do that tashlumin? Well, of course not. Why? Tashlumin is if you miss something, but he didn't miss anything. And that's just like the onen. That's why the Drisha compares that to the Onen. The Onen is the same law. The Onen, when the guy was an Onen in the morning, comes Mincha, he's not an Onen anymore. He doesn't have to do Tashlumin. That everyone agrees. Even the Taz, everyone agrees. Why? Because an Onen, in the first place, was exempt fully of the Mitzvah. So he didn't miss anything. So of course he doesn't have to make up. Says the Drisha, I understand the Ptur, the exemption of Osek ben Mitzvah, similar exactly like the Onen. So I compare the two. If for the Onen he doesn't have to do Tashlumin, so to the Osek ben Mitzvah doesn't have to do Tashlumin. 